You spend so many years spending money applying for these tags. And when you finally draw these tags, you never know what's going on for that year. You don't you don't know where your financial situation is going to be. If you draw within your first three years of being a member, we're going to pay for five days fully outfitted hunt for you. And like you're right, it is like it's like insurance. You know, you wreck your car, you pick the the auto body shop you want to use, and Geico pays the bill. I mean, we're like Geico. They can't enforce those laws, so let's add another law. That where's the common sense? Oh, it drives me nuts. It never gets easy. It's always a battle, but I love that about it. I love the battle. I love that the battle is for me and my family. We want members to go out and enjoy it because there really is no better salesman than somebody that's done it. What's up? This is Josh Corbin with Angler Trader and Zero Guide Fees, and you're listening to Living Country in the City. Y'all ready for your dose of flyover state spirit? Straight from the concrete jungle? Well, put down your latte and pull on your boots. It's time for Living Country in the City. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Episode 63 of Living Country in the City. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. All right, so getting to today's show, I've got another episode that I recorded out at the Western Hunting and Conservation Expo in Salt Lake City. Now, this episode I recorded, uh, it was one of the last ones I recorded during the week, and let's just say that my voice was getting pretty rough uh, by this time of the day, Um, so I'm sure y'all will hear that, but uh, I got a chance to sit down with Mr. Antler Trader himself, Josh Corbin, and among other things, talk about a company that he's a big part of, Zero Guide Fees. This program is awesome. It's, I'll, we'll get into it in the episode, but it's insurance for your hunt. So that by the time you draw this premium tag, you get a premium guide service that you don't have to pay a dime for at that time. It's a really interesting program, uh, especially if you're interested in putting in for a lot of these premium units that you'd end up paying an arm and a leg for a guide for. But we'll get into it in the episode. I hope you all enjoy it. All right, well, welcome to another episode of Living Country in the City, getting slowly and slowly more gravelly and more gravelly as the weekend continues, because we're here at, uh, I keep wanting to say the Sportsman's Expo, but that was a couple weekends ago. This is the Western Hunting and Conservation Expo, hanging out in the Zero Guide Fees booth with Mr. Josh Corbin. How's it going, man? 
Oh, yeah, I'm surviving. I'm, it's, you know, end of the day. You know yeah. how it is. Everyone's kind of got that thousand-yard stare going on. Yeah, yep, the glazed over. You walk by end someone's booth show. that you know, and, and you kind of wave to them, and they don't see a single <laughs> yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, I totally just you glazed Throw over, something like, at them to get their attention. Wake them up. <laughs> Sleeping, standing still. Oh, you know? man. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, so it's long. How's the show been going for you guys? Really good, really, really good. I, I'm better than you, I can honestly imagine. It's every year though; it, it really does get better and better. I love, you know, I didn't get to come out. I actually thought I was coming out here last year. Uh-huh. Uh, my buddy was like, "Hey, Sam, you got to come to you got to come to the Hunt Expo in Salt Lake in a, in a few months." And I'm like, "Okay, awesome, awesome. Let me go buy some tickets." So I I Google, you know, the Salt Lake City uh, uh, hunting exposition uh-huh. and. Uh, buy my tickets and get my hotel, book my vacation. And uh, my buddy's like, okay, you ready for next week? And I'm like, next week. Yeah, it turns out I bought ISE show tickets oh, for, no for March. <laughs> I mean, I, I was just like, I had no idea. You know, I'd never, yeah. I've never done this before. But it actually ended up working out well for me because it was so slow. Everyone was willing to talk to the dude that had only released, ever released two podcasts. Oh, nice. But yeah, I think now we're, we're up above 60 at this point and right on, coming up dude. on the one-year anniversary. Awesome. But anyway, so we're here. I want to talk a little bit about zero guide fees. But before we hop into that, I always just like to kind of have you introduce yourself and kind of give your background. How did you get started in hunting or shed hunting, antler collecting, and all of that, all the outdoors? Yeah, so um, like you said, my name's Josh Corbin. I own Antler Trader. Um, me and my wife, uh, she owns Shed Hunting Babes, on Inst- and she has big Instagram following as well. Um, we have a YouTube channel that's growing immensely uh, every day. Uh, it's pretty much blowing up I, i've been very grateful but uh i'm pretty much born and raised I've hunted, i'm from idaho hunted most of my life and uh i started working in a job right out of high school and i put 14 years into that job and got to the point where i absolutely hated going to work i hated waking up i dread i mean seven days a week and i look forward to two of them ah you know, that's just, that's not, that's not life, you know, and my kids, I'd never seen my kids and my kids are 16 and 17 now and I didn't see them grow up. I mean, I just didn't. I worked my life away, literally. And one day, you know, some stuff was going down at work and uh, people were getting changed and, and they started putting people in, in different roles and one of the person they put in a role just did not sit right with me. And we didn't see eye to eye, and so I had enough. So I walked. I was done. And I kind of jumped ship, into, and I started doing this with no direction, no plan. It was, <laughs> it was just sink or swim, and we sank for a while. But because of my awesome wife and my supportive kids and stuff, they kept pushing me keep going. They could see it, you know. They could see, they could see the different me coming out you know and uh so we just stuck with it and we've we're still sticking with it it's still it doesn't it never gets easy it's always a battle but i love that about it i love the battle i love that the battle is for me and my family it's not for somebody else anymore the stress and the headache is somebody is isn't for somebody else it's for us and so we started uh I started shed hunting because I couldn't get a tag anywhere. <laughs> Seriously, it was, I just could not draw a tag. So we started shed hunting and 
I started getting my wife, you know, she's, she wanted to start being more involved with what I had going because when I wasn't working, I wanted to go do something that I enjoyed. And so I started taking her and the kids shed hunting and they were young and dude, my wife picked it up like that. It was just like, this is awesome. She is now more addicted and more passionate about shed hunting than I ever have been. That's her, I mean, that's her joy. And, uh, from there, you know, we started doing that to fill spots and we started guiding a lot more and we started, you know, building pedestals and lamps and anything we could figure out to make money to make it work. And uh, we're still kind of like that. We still do. A, we got a, a bunch of different irons in the fire all the time, but it's getting better. It really is. So Travis, who I'm partnered with, uh, McClendon, he, we're partnered with him on the guiding with Arizona Strip Guides, Arizona Elk Outfitters. About five years ago, he started the brainchild of Zero Guide Fee. And uh, about three years ago is when he launched it. And, man, it was a no-brainer for us to partner with him on it. So it was, uh, let's do this, you know. Yeah, we're all, yeah. we're all in. We believe in it. We love it. Let's do it. And that's how it, we started in doing this. And honestly, I, I couldn't imagine not doing this now because the beauty of this program is it makes it affordable for everybody. It's not a rich man's sport anymore. So, so they, yeah, that's. I mean, I, I saw the booth at. Uh, you know, I had no idea you were involved. And in, uh, were you actually at the ISC show well, in I Sacramento? Was not, okay, no, I was actually guiding during that. Okay, that's why I wasn't there. Gotcha. I just got done guiding like a week and a half ago. Okay. Yeah, I'd seen the booth and I kept walking by it, but I was always on my way to something. And so I never got to sit down and like talk with anyone and, and figure out what it was. I kind of read some of the signage in passing and, and it seemed like a really interesting concept. So why don't you, uh, why don't you give just kind of the, the basic elevator pitch of what is, uh, what is Zero Guide Fees? So basically, it started off in Arizona. And that's, I mean, we've been doing it in Arizona for two years now, but in Arizona, we are the outfitters. So you become a member, $350 a year, and then when, if you draw within your first three years of being a member, we're going to pay for five days fully outfitted hunt for you. Between four and seven years, we're going to pay seven days fully outfitted hunt for you, and then from seven plus, we're going to pay for 10 days fully guided hunt, outfitted hunt. And from there, we've just been frantically working on building the site and figuring out uh, more states and, and how we need to do them because each state's going to be a little bit different because their draws are a little bit different you know so uh, we just launched Utah we are trying to have Nevada done before this show so we could have Nevada as a, uh, an option as well but it's $350 per state to be a member right now each state will be different a little bit but right now Utah and Arizona, $350 a year per state. And uh, in Utah, if you draw, you're gonna, we're going to let you pick the outfitter. We're just going to pay the bill. Interesting. Okay. And uh, we, we don't want any – we're, we're going to make sure there's no special treatments, there's no discounts going on. That way you don't get treated any differently than, than the guy that paid that same outfitter out of his own pocket. It's not the insurance company with the preferred uh, car repair. No, no. We're going to have yeah. – I mean, a little bit where we're going to have preferred outfitters, guys that we suggest. Okay. And it, it has nothing to do with price. It has to do with the fact that we make sure that they have Quality a good work, reputation, yeah. they have good success rates, and they got good accommodations, and they know what they're doing. That's it. But we're still going to have – these are who we suggest you should pick, 
but really what it boils down to is it's your pick. We're just writing the check. It's not going to be like, okay, well, well, these guys are paying full price, so we're going to focus more on them right, versus nope, the zero guide nope. fees. That's, we're that's take, awesome. We're taking care of the outfitter to make sure that that's not an issue because we don't want anybody to get shortchanged. I mean, the whole point of this pro- program is, you, you know, in the West especially, you spend so many years spending money applying for these tags, and when you finally draw these tags, you never know what's going on for that year. You don't, you don't know where your financial situation is going to be your time off what family sickness i mean all that so you wait 15 20 years to draw one of these tags the last thing you you want to optimize every bit of that as you can and some guys can't afford to go spend a month to scout it or or even a whole month to go hunt a unit or whatnot and so basically we're just saying don't worry no matter what happens we got you covered you know and on top of it if you look at just the way that everything has gone in the past only about 10 percent of people that draw these tags actually hire an outfitter i mean and you look at some of these units and that's not a very big number but there are a lot of outfitters and so you get a lot of outfitters that are that are scrambling to uh figure out a way to book those guys to bring them in cutting costs cutting whatever they got to 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 book these hunts and we're just trying to figure out a way to bring more guys into that pool. So it works good for the outfitter because we're adding more people to the business now. But on top of it, we're making it affordable for more people to hire an outfitter. That's awesome. It's just from every everybody involved benefits. Yeah, it's I mean, really in all honesty, they really do. Um, you're you're crazy if you're an outfitter and you don't support this. Yeah. Because we're bringing more business. Even if you don't want to support this, we're still bringing more business to you. Yep. Because the guys that do want to support it, they're going to get booked. They're going to book hunts. So the guys that don't want to support this, they're going to get the leftovers. No matter what, everybody wins. Yeah. No, I love this because it's one of those things where I've thought, you know, I struggled I struggle when it's like tag draw season. You know, it's, right. it's this it's this part of the year. You know, all the all the the majority of the tag draws are coming up, or you're buying licenses, or um, you know, you're looking at. Of course, this is when I I was, I was talking to someone. I was saying, you know, this is when I started getting interested in backcountry hunting last year. Yeah, and so all of my subscriptions are coming due. Yeah. So Onyx Maps, Go Hunt, <laughs> and all of this stuff, and my phone's just buzzing yeah. every day for the past two weeks. It's just like some other 150 or $50 <laughs> purchase. I'm like dying. But, you know, so it, a lot of people are already struggling even just with the tag purchases. Right. And so a, a, trying to book a, a guided hunt, you know, even thinking that far in advance, you know, that's out of reach. It's, it's completely stressful. impossible. It's stressful. And then when you do, like you, like we were saying, you know, when you draw that tag, say it takes you 15, 20 years, and you live in Idaho, and you draw that Colorado tag or that Arizona tag, that's a long drive yep. to go down and try to figure out your unit, try to figure out where you're going to, you know, where's the waters, where's the feed, where's the animals, you know. And then you get that tag, and now you got to worry about trying to find the animal that you want to <laughs> harvest, or the, even a animal to harvest. And, and that's where an outfitter or a guide is is extremely handy. You know, mm-hmm. and this isn't high fence hunting. This isn't. There's no guarantee. You're still hunting. It's there's it's public land. It's just 
you know, you're trying to optimize and maximize the time that you've spent and the money that you've spent over the years. And at $350 a year, I mean, we had, I think it was 22, 22 members draw deer tags this year as their first year. And like, it's like 20, 23 or so elk members. And first year, they got a five-day fully outfitted hunt for $350. That's that's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's 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 an awesome deal. It's making it affordable. So what's the uh, what's the membership looking like? How's it how's it been? It's awesome. We got. I think we just hit about a thousand members. Wow. And how so, long how long have you been doing this again? Uh, this will. We're starting year three. Wow, that is great. So I can't believe had, I haven't I haven't run into you guys before with this. Yeah, I think we had almost. I was like this, um, between all everything elk, deer, antelope and everything i think we had almost 90 members total have drawn tags so far that's and, fantastic and we paid for their hunt that's just that i mean that blows me away all right so you know we talked about the membership and uh if uh it it's really funny it's it's like almost it's like buying insurance for your hunt absolutely like I, kind of in reverse i guess i don't i don't know but it's like uh no, it feels it, like yeah. you know i guess that's the best uh best description I mean, we were kind of talking, it's, it's, it's so simple. Like I, you know, you, I walked by and I was kind of like, I think I, I understood the concept, but I didn't yeah. like, I didn't want to think it was that, that simple. Right. right. It's, I mean, it really is what, it, what we named it. Zero guide fees. We are, you have zero guide fees. You become a member, you pay nothing to go hunting when you draw. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's that simple. And like, you're right. It is like, it's like insurance, you know, you wreck your car. You pick the the auto body shop you want to use, and Geico pays the bill. Yep. I mean, we're like Geico. Well, at least we hope hope Geico pays yeah. the bill. Some <laughs> some tells me you guys might uh, give uh, give me a lot less grief sometimes than AAA does. Yeah. But oh, yeah, that's dude. a whole different story. And you know, the big thing too, it's like uh, we want we want members to have a good experience. We want members to go out and enjoy it because there really is no better salesman than somebody that's done it. You know what I mean? Yep. So we don't have any, there's no, nothing hidden on the backside. There's no, there's no catches, you know, yep. what's the catch? That's our, oh, we always get, what's the catch? There is no catch. Yep. I mean, maybe one day if we start zero fishing fees or something, <laughs> there might be a catch. Yeah, there you go. There's no catch. It's, it's I, as simple I see what you as did it there. is. I see what you did there. I took, I'm a little slow, but I see what you did. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he'll be here all night. Um, <laughs> shoot. I, I taught Shed crazy everything he knows. Uh, <laughs> I write his scripts. Oh, so you're to blame. You're yeah, the yeah, one yeah. that's to blame I'm his for writer. that. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Just kidding. Oh, man. man. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Altacovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. 
They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. So you guys are, uh, right now, it's uh, Utah only? Utah and Arizona. Okay, you, oh, well, shoot. I just may have, got, you may have just gotten another subscription. <laughs> <laughs> we're adding Nevada. We're in. The, we're trying to add Nevada by this show, but there's just so much work on the website end of things. Yeah. And you know, because we'll, we actually go through the divisions websites, <clears throat> so we know how many points you got and the whole nine. But um, we're adding Nevada. We're in the works with New Mexico. I mean, we plan on pretty much taking and adding this to almost every state. You know, we possibly can. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah. I guess if you're if you're booking uh, if you're looking at booking those points in in Utah, Nevada, uh, Arizona, get those memberships. If people yeah. if people are wanting to sign up, where are they headed? Uh, ZeroGuideFees.com. That's it right there. And can uh, can they use the? I don't know. Can you use numbers in a in a URL? I don't know if that's even a thing. I don't think so. I feel so like I should know this. Zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's spelled out zero. But I feel like I'm I'm a web guy. That's what I do for a living. Uh-huh. I should know if you can have numbers in a domain name. I don't think you can. It. I'm ninety percent <laughs> sure you can't. But it's also been a very long weekend, as we Not said. Yet at least. But uh, so zero guide fees spelled out. Dot com yep. on the web. Uh, do you guys have Instagram, socials, yep. all of that so, good stuff? Yeah. yeah. Um, mine's Antler Trader. On Instagram, Antler Trader on YouTube, Antler Trader on Facebook, and then we're Arizona Strip Guides on uh, YouTube and uh, not YouTube, excuse me, Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> and uh, uh, Arizona Elk Outfitters on Instagram, Facebook, and then Zero Guide Fees on Instagram, Facebook. That's awesome. So, what are we what are we expecting from uh, Antler Trader for this for 2018? What can we what can we be looking forward to? Hopefully, a lot more hunting and a lot more sheds. We're actually me and the wife and kids are actually trying to put together a new voyage. We are talking about selling everything. Matter of fact, we're we're really talking about selling everything and moving to Australia for a year or two and. And just hunting. <laughs> go hang out with Adam Greentree yeah, for a while. Dude, I'm going to get Adam out here to uh, Arizona this year. We're going to go chase some deer, and then he's going to show me around Australia, dude. And we're just going to go kill stuff for 365, 24-7. Oh, man. Don't get me wrong. I have I have more than once, not necessarily to Australia, but I have more than once considered just selling absolutely everything, pulling a Sam Zoholt and, like, refurbishing a, a bus or something. and and Just, just going. And just going. But uh, I guess I'd, I'd have to figure out how to pay for gas, but that that could come along. My kids are older. My daughter graduates this year, and uh, my son's got two more years after this year. So I'm 16 and 17 years old, so I kind of got it made. There you go. You know, what, what I thought was a bad decision when I was younger turned out to be a really good decision. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I've, I've considered it. You know, it's just me, single dude. Yeah, you know, uh, life. So it's uh, I've got a lot of, a lot of options, 
And uh, I'm always curious if uh, you guys can hear those big announcements over that. They couldn't hear, dude. Those speakers are obnoxious. And they are everywhere. There's no way to get away from those things. When we're home, yeah, they're going live. Oh, oh. (laughs) Really? No, I didn't notice. No. (laughs) Well, so... uh, so we're, we should be we should be looking for the yard sale. That's yeah, what. Yeah, uh, keep an eye out for that yard keep sale. Keep an eye. <laughs> Every everything everything but the uh, everything but the the weapons and the optics up for sale. And the antlers. There you go. Got to got to take those with you. Go on a, a pod storage container. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, uh, so what uh, what hunts are you looking at? You're talking Adam Green Tree in Arizona. Yeah, we're we're trying to get him uh, set up so we can do that. Um, Got hopefully you know I'll draw, my wife and daughter will draw Utah this year uh, finally after three years and then uh, I hopefully will draw my Utah stuff. We got some Idaho stuff planned um, with elk and deer this year. I'm talking about going to Colorado, do some archery in Colorado after some deer with some friends. I've got Coos, Mexico planned. Nice. That's taken. That's that's a guarantee this year. Um, I got some guys that want me to come out to New Mexico. I mean, we're pretty much as soon as this show's done, dude, we're starting. It's it's game on. We're gonna shed hunt till June, and then we're setting cameras and and getting going for August archery. So, uh, how do you feel about uh, these new shed hunting seasons? Uh, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life, dude. Really, I mean, in all honesty, show me an uh, an environmental impact that uh, on on what shed hunters do. You know, honestly, I think, uh, you know, I think Ben probably said it best with that little video he put together. Yeah, you know, it's, it's shed hunting kills deer because the second you touch that shed before April, they just drop dead. Well, it's like they're, <laughs> they're so worried about people pushing animals and, and killing animals, but they're not stopping lion hunters. They're not stopping any kind of predator hunters, running dogs, um, they're not stopping snowmobilers, cross-country skiers, hikers, bikers. I mean, they're not stopping any of that. Yeah. But they're stopping us from doing something we love and picking up something that's going to deteriorate and rot away. It's not like an Indian artifact. It's not like like anything else. It, it goes away, you know. And, and the big thing is, is the people that push for this stuff are clueless, and it's all emotion. It's like, oh, well, I can't go out and shed hunt right now, so we need Jeez. a season, so it's fair for everybody. It's like, no, dude, basically what you're saying is um, all the honest people can't go out and shed hunt. Because dude, Colorado can't even afford, right now they're trying to figure out a budget crisis with their game and fish department. They're, they're, I, th- I thought I saw something, they, they fired or laid off almost 70-something employees within Jeez. the game and fish department. How in the hell are they going to monitor shed hunters? <laughs> At least the honest, well, the yeah. honest ones are oh, going to no. fine. But how are they going to monitor that? Who in their right mind thinks that it's okay to, for somebody to tell me what I can and can't do on public land? And I mean, I would understand the concept of like, okay, you know, you have to, you have to have bought a hunting license for the year or something or something. So if it goes to conservation, yeah. So, so it is going to conservation. Like a hunting license. I I understand that. Um, but I'm, I'm still, I'm also a firm believer of this is public land. If, unless it's some private, 
you know, wilderness reserve, like animal reserve or something, you know, where you're not really supposed to be pulling stuff off of in general, like right. n- not even a dang rock. Right. I'd understand that, but it's like, it's, it's public land. It's paid for. Yep. It is our tax dollars. We own that. Our hunting, our, and that's the thing. The fact that we buy a hunting license in general pays for that. Oh, you're speaking to the libertarian in me so hard right now. It's ridiculous. And that's the other thing, too. It's like I I am so opposed to more rules, more regulations. I don't care what it is. But at least do your diligence. Show the proof. Uh, Last time I checked, deer, antelope, elk, uh, sheep, goat, moose, uh, they're all built to run away from a problem. <laughs> and I, I don't think Hussein Bolt could catch a one of them. Yeah. So how in the hell is a guy with a backpack and some boots and two, three inches of snow going to have any effect on one of those creatures? Well, I was going to say, typically with a pack full of rattling antlers right, on his right. back, too. It's sweaty, stinking. Nobody's out there, you know, covering up scent and sitting in ground blinds. <laughs> you know, Hold on, let me put Nobody's on my... trapping deer. Yeah. Let me put on my sneaking boots to go shed hunt here. Exactly. You're going to tell oh, me geez. that these... We've already got the laws in place that need to be in place to protect these animals from being harassed. They can't, ha- they, they can't even do anything about that. They can't enforce those laws. So let's add another law. That Where's the common <laughs> sense? Uh, oh, it drives me nuts. I don't know. That's uh, that's how this world is in general. It's like, okay, there's a problem. We need to create another law, even though we already have five laws that should present, prevent that problem from right. one angle or another. Right. Well, why don't we start with enforcing the first of those laws? I, I don't know. Is that a dumb idea? Maybe it is, and I'm just, yeah. and I'm just crazy. But <laughs> no, you're, you're 100% right. That's <laughs> the thing. They can't, though. They can't enforce the laws that are already on the books, so let's add more. Oh, it's just, I, Why I, not come up with some type of incentive program? There you go. Why come up with a law? Why not come up? If you see a guy out there on a side-by-side or a four-wheeler or a snowmobile cause, or a dirt bike, because in my opinion, those are the only things that are going to catch an animal or run an animal to death. Yeah. Nobody on foot is going to do that. There's no way in hell. I don't care what you think or what you say. Prove it. There's, those animals are, are built to run. So... If somebody sees somebody doing that, they should get an incentive for turning them in and doing the right thing. Yep. Because there's already a law that prevents them from doing that. And you know what? You tell someone, <clears throat> okay, you get a you get a, a your hunting license for free this year, or you get a discounted license, or a fishing license for or something. Yeah, something. Something, something. like that has value to that person that's in the outdoors. Yeah. I mean, shoot. Yeah, you're going to have narcs left and right. Right. You, if, Which is I fine. Mean, it's a, Which it's is a great fine. thing because it benefits all of us. It, it benefits these animals that they claim that they're trying to protect. Yeah, everybody, I mean, you know how it is. It's, it's like with anything. It, everyone just, they get emotional about it, and it's a knee-jerk reaction based yep. off of that. And, and I don't care. I mean, honestly, I don't care if you if you go shed hunting where you go shed hunting, how you go shed hunting, I, I don't care. It's not, it doesn't change how I'm going to do what I do. Yep. You know what I mean? There's enough animals in this world for everybody. There's a, and the way we are using our conservation and, and our money and the amount of, I mean, the amount of money this show right here generates for conservation. Oh, geez. Yeah. Astronomical. I'm good with all that. Why do we need more? <laughs> I just don't get it. Oh, man. 
to this day, I've never actually picked up an elk shed in the wild. I've never seen uh, an antler shed in, in, in the wild. I do what's called, uh, I've, I think I've said it on the podcast before, I do uh, urban shed hunting. Yeah. <laughs> so what that is, is, you know, you, you, you walk like through parks and, and through people's backyards until you see a stick that kind of looks like a shed antler. And then, and then you get the angle of the camera just right. And, and you take a picture of it and be like, hey, look, guys, I found, an, I found an urban shed. There you go. And then you just leave it there because I don't want sticks in my apartment. <laughs> See, but, and, and where I live, urban shed hunting, they're, they're literally picking up people's sheds out of their flower beds. <laughs> you, there used to be a time you could leave antlers in your front yard. Now you only leave them there if you want them gone. Yeah, somebody's uh, sneaking in at night. Yep. Oh, man, well... You know, it, this podcast, I always like to end it a little bit with, because uh, it's geared towards new hunters, uh, right. people new to the outdoors, or they, like Which myself, that for. may not have access. Right. You know, somebody comes up to you and, uh, and says, hey, you know, I've fallen, I like, I see, I see all this stuff. I see shed hunting and, and, hunt, and hunting, and I, I want to do it. I'm excited, but I just don't even know where to start. There's just so much going on. There I, is. It's, it's super intimidating. It is. What would you say to that person? The beauty of it, though, and here's the thing that everybody's got to take a step back is, is everybody started somewhere. Nobody came into this world knowing how to hunt. Everybody started somewhere, and everybody had to learn from somebody. And I think a lot of people this day and age are so full of themselves or so worried about what, you know, themselves that they forget that. Somebody taught you how to hunt. Somebody taught that person that taught you to how to hunt. And guys this day and age, they just don't. They, they, they get so caught up with that. But we need more hunters. We need more people in this industry to help combat the amount of people that are, that are against it. And uh, the biggest thing, I mean, for me, I guess I want people to just go out Go out and try to find some animals. You don't need the best binos in the world. You don't need a specific camo. There's nothing you really need. You need to just be out. You need to get in the hills. Whether you're going on a drive through the mountains or through the desert during the winter, you know, go out and just try to find some animals. Just see, just go experience nature. You know, because the beauty of hunting is there is no, there's no game plan. There's no rules. There's no right or wrong way to do it. If you're a backcountry hunter that likes to go 20 miles in away from everybody, that doesn't make you a better hunter than the guy that wants to ride around in his pickup with his buddies all day and listen to music. There's no, there is no right or wrong way. And, and I think everybody kind of has to find their own way, their own niche. And the only way you're going to do that is to get out and try it. Just go experience it. I mean, even fishing, if you've never done anything, go fishing. I mean, a lot of these big cities and towns are doing a good job at, at creating ponds, fishing ponds for people yep. and stuff like that. Go fishing. Go give it a try. You know, read some articles. Do some Google search. I'm, ask questions. Dude, I get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of questions all the time on Instagram. And I try, I try hard to answer all of them. But it does get overwhelming, and, and I do get a lot. So... Stuff does go on, and I'm sure some people are like, holy crap, I asked you that a year ago. But you know what I mean? I, it, there's just, you, and if somebody doesn't answer, ask somebody else. There is no stupid questions. You know what I mean? There's Absolutely. some stupid people that don't answer questions or are ignorant about it, but there's no stupid questions. 
It's just get out and do it. Like what you did in Idaho this year, dude. That was awesome. I mean, Thanks, in man. all honesty, that was – it takes a lot of guts. <laughs> it really does. But – you learned a lot from that, didn't you? I learned probably, I always say I learned probably more from that trip than I would have in, in any 10 successful trips. Or if anybody like me would have taken you. You know what I mean? Because then a lot of people start getting reliant on that. You know what I mean? Oh, nobody's going. It's all right to go by yourself. It's all right to go live it and try it, you know? Just make sure you're safe about it. Yep. That's it. That's all. Just do it. Just try it. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be intimidated by it because there is no right way to do it. There is no wrong way to do it. (laughs) The only wrong way, in my opinion, is to not do it. (laughs) There you go. So, yeah, just get out there. Go, Just go try it. Find out what you got close in your area, whether it's ducks, geese, um, deer, elk, antelope, you know, what's close to you. Go, go, Just go try to see them. Go try to watch them And, and, and just go from there. There we have it. So remind us one more time where uh, where everyone can find uh, find you guys online for all the different. Uh, okay, we got zero guide fees on Instagram, Facebook, and then zeroguidefee.com. and then uh, Antler Trader Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and then we got antlertrader.com, and then uh, my wife's page, Shed Hunting Babes, on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, she's part of the YouTube channel. So. There we go. We'll, uh, I'll get those linked up to you on the show notes page. Sweet. Everybody can find them pretty easy. So I appreciate it, man. There we go, man. Thanks so much for hopping on. I appreciate hey, you taking the time. Thanks for having me on, dude. I, I, like I said, I love your podcast. I, I appreciate it, I, the opportunity. So Awesome, man. Thank I you. I appreciate it. All right, y'all. That'll do it for episode 63 of Living Country in the City. Make sure y'all head on over to the show notes page. That's livingcountryinthecity.com slash 63. You can get links to zero guide fees, Josh's socials, and pretty much everything we talked about in the episode. But in the meantime, keep it country, y'all. Thank y'all for listening to Living Country in the City. Get show notes and check out the blog, product reviews, events, and more at livingcountryinthecity.com. So what's up? Oh, geez, that's pretty bad. Like I like I said, the voice puberty. is getting pretty gravelly. I've been going through puberty with a, uh, a lot of the pod, last few podcasts. But uh. when you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hogs Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. In wild country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss wild country. Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.